Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. Want to win in life's challenges? To know the will of God and have more passion for Him? Practical help right now with Tark Barner and Running With Fire. Thanks for joining me again and we're continuing to look at a a challenging and yet I think an interesting theme of not judging. Matthew 7, 1, judge not that you be not judged. And we're not to judge by outward appearance, which is something that you and I, I think all of us do all the time. In fact, every time we see a person, we probably judge them to some extent, hopefully with good judgment, but often with bad judgment. When we judge people, we can then feel less of an obligation to help them or feel compassion for them. So, you know, if we see a person who's struggling in life and we think, well, the reason is they've been rebellious and they deserve the trouble that they're in, we feel released from having compassion on them or helping them. For example, (laughs) here's a good one. We judge someone as poor and we, we think, well, it's because they're lazy. They spend too much money. Once we judge them that way, we can completely ignore their need for help because they deserve to be in the condition they are. So we don't have to go out of our way to do anything for them. Now, maybe it's true that they are lazy. <laughs> maybe it's true they spend too much, but we don't know. And also, if that's true, God can deal with them. Here's another one. If a gang member gets injured or hurt, we can easily think, well, they probably got what they deserved. Immediately we judge them. Judging people has a way of making us feel okay to not help or to care. James 4, 11 and 12. Do not speak evil of one another, brethren. He who speaks evil of a brother and judges his brother speaks evil of the law and judges the law. But if you judge the law, you are not a doer of the law, but a judge. There is one lawgiver who is able to save and destroy. Who are you to judge another? Well, that's pretty clear, isn't it? So here we go. God is the only one with authority to truly judge. So we need to be careful that we don't push God off the judgment seat mm-hmm, and take his place and pronounce judgment on people when we neither have the authority to do so nor the needed knowledge to even begin to judge. As I've been saying, we know so little about the person, about their upbringing, about their background, what they may have suffered in life. We can't see the motives that they have, so it's impossible for us to judge accurately. We should note that after Paul's discourse on homosexuality in Romans chapter 1, he starts Romans chapter 2. Do you want to know how? He says, you are excusable, O man, whoever you are who judge. For in whatever you judge another, you condemn yourself. Leo Tolstoy, he said this, if the sexual fantasies of the average person were exposed to, the, to view, the world would be horrified. Isn't that the truth? So who are we to judge? What we need is compassion, the compassion of God to fill our hearts and to help us to not judge and to see the unique worth of every single 
human being. It's too easy to have an attitude of, I am better than you, which is simply put, pride. Then there's the issue of having a moat in your own eye. Matthew 7, 1 to 5, you won't like this, but hey, let's read it together. Judge not that you be not judged. For with what judgment you judge, you will be judged with the the measure you use. It will be measured back to you. In other words, the way we judge others is the way the Bible says we are going to be judged. I know we are all in trouble. Verse 3, here we go. So why do you look at the speck in your brother's eye, but do not consider the plank in your own eye? And the word of God is ruthless, isn't it? Like there is no out. There is no escaping. You can't go and hide somewhere from the word of God. Why do you look at the speck, that little dot in your own brother's eye? Do not consider prank in your own eye. And then verse 4, well, how can you say to your brother, let me remove the speck from your eye? And look, a plank is in your own eye. Hypocrite. First remove the plank from your own eye, and then you will see clearly to remove the speck from your brother's eye. I mean, I can't help but laugh because, I mean, this is so in your face, and I am so guilty of what those scriptures are saying. So maybe we should just leave it there for today, cut the thing a little bit short, recover, and join me again tomorrow. Mark Barner is the Senior Pastor of Church Unlimited in Auckland, New Zealand. For more information, to make contact or to listen again, look for Running With Fire at our website, vision.org.au. taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.